Hello, everybody. This is 7 Octobers. Welcome to my podcast, Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. This is season uh, four, episode three. Um, in this episode, I wanted to bring on a dope uh, local San Diego artist um, who does uh, a lot of horror art, and you'll see in a minute. Um, and actually, I'll show you a little quick piece of um, an item that I bought from him. He goes by the Fester. It's like the Nintendo um, Jason Voorhees. I'm, I'm a huge Jason Voorhees fan. But uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and bring him on the screen here. Hello, Fester. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining me today. So I kind of, um, I'll have you a little bit give an introduction about like who you are, what you do for those that might not know. So uh, feel free to start whenever you're ready. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's an awesome to be here. Uh, so my name is Fester. Um, the name of the shop is called Fester's Monsters. It's kind of cliche, but that's what I went with. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything I do, it's um, it's all hand sculpted and uh, airbrushed uh, art. Um, I find airbrushing gives it the skin tone on most like bigger pieces or even smaller things like the actual realistic appeal that I'm trying to go for with most of the stuff I do. Mm -hmm. um, everything that's done in my shops, it's all um, painted by me. I'm lucky enough to have a handful of artists that uh, supply me with some of their sculpting work. Mm -hmm. um, the, um, actually, the Jason one that you have there, that's that was all 100% me. That was I poured those little guys and uh, painted that gap and everything. And then uh, an example is uh, we have the Bride of Frankenstein here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can <laughs> see it in this light. Uh, this is like a one, it's a wall plaque here. I also do these uh, just like this is uh, refrigerator magnets and we do them in pens. And I also have like uh, picture frames I do them in too. Um, that's an artist named Rick that I get those from. Um, okay. A lot of the other vendors I'm starting to do shows with are uh, having his stuff too. Uh, okay. So coming soon, I'm going to have a couple of new artists on the table that I haven't uh, had in the, in the past for shows and stuff like that. Uh, one of the other ones I have is uh, uh, one of these wall mounts here. Mm -hmm. This is uh, the Evil Dead 2 skull. I don't know if you can see it. My lighting's terrible. Apologize for <laughs> that. Uh, this is a wall mount. And these are like uh, flat sculpts that I get from an artist. Uh, goes by uh, Cthulhu Artist or Artworks. Okay. You, can find, you, probably, you might follow him on Instagram. He's one of my okay. stuff. Um, he's a really cool dude. I get a lot of the, uh, the bigger wall mounts, uh, that I do and, uh, put on things I get from him. So this is another one I got from him. This is a uh, pumpkin head. Oh yeah. And, uh, as you can see, I started putting like the little stencils on the back of here Okay. and on the bottom down here, it has some like uh, tombstones on the bottom down there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I have a couple of these go about like one ten at the shows. Okay. Um, I don't have anything on my Etsy right now. Um, mm -hmm. I gotta pay Uncle Sam, so it's gotta shut me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's but uh, cool. yeah, most most of the time we sell we sell these all in person uh, mm -hmm. at the shows. We did uh, Midsummer Scream last weekend. Um, was a yeah, three day how was, event. How was that? There. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We did uh, we did really good for three days. Um, I had this like a uh, giant uh, pinhead bust. Of like it was a bigger than life size pinhead bust. Oh yeah, let me and see I if I managed can pull to that one. actually get from that one. 
one of the shows. Let's see if I can find it on your, um, it's on your Instagram, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, it might be on the top up there under under highlights. Okay, let me see if I can. Oh yeah, here we go. Let me try to share. Yeah, it here. I I, uh, I had that thing marked at uh, six hundred and sixty six dollars, and someone purchased it, so I was really stoked. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here, bring it back right there. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool piece. So for those you, like those for that one for that example, did your somebody print it for you and then you just did like the 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 painting of it or how how was that one? Yeah, yeah. So um, that's a resin head, uh, basically. That's a, like a two part material that someone poured into a cast, um, kind of um, moved the cast around, made it to where like the resin poured all around it and the piece itself was hollow. Mm -hmm. And then he just sprayed the polyfoam in there, and then I just painted it up, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the same artist I got that one from, um, you may have seen pictures of it on my Instagram, that big giant uh, Jason bust. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. Where it's just like his head and his shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, I got that from the same artist as well. And then the, uh, the Crypt Keeper as well, that one was from the same artist. Okay. And how long have you been doing this for? Like, or how did you start like um, doing art in the first place? Um, so I kind of started when I was like uh, younger with my dad. Uh, me and him used to put together like uh, model uh, battleships and stuff like that, like mm -hmm. airplanes and things like that. And then uh, when I got old enough, um, he kind of asked me. He was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And or like, "What kind of kids would you like to do?" And uh, I remember asking for a uh, Polar Lights um, Frankenstein kit. So it's basically one where he's just coming out of the grave yeah. like this. And uh, he's standing up. It's maybe about like this big. I got it floating around in my room somewhere. You can yeah. kind of see from the background of, of my room here, I have a large collection of stuff. Um, it gets even bigger from the other side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, the Frankenstein kits floating around here somewhere. That kind of is what started everything. And uh, from there, I've just been just been going crazy with it ever since. And then my friends were like, uh, I've already gotten this as a gift. I've already got that as a gift. You got to, you know. So eventually I started doing in-person shows to kind of like pay for my, my hobby and mm -hmm. my, uh, my passion. That's pretty cool. And um, what's like your favorite like piece that you've done like so far? Um, lately would have to be <clears throat> one of these right here. This is, um, close, can see oh, yeah. so this one is the, uh, a lot of people think that, that this is, um, the Wait. undertaker. It's not the undertaker. Is this like one is Skeletor. From, uh, yeah. Skeletor. I, let me see if I can move this light so you can yeah. actually see this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, this one's Skeletor from He-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was like one of my favorite ones to paint up. And uh, a couple weekends ago was Comic-Con. They had uh, the 40th anniversary of He-Man. Okay. Oh, wow. Which was kind of cool because, I mean, I've, I've been collecting those guys for a long time. So I didn't realize it was that old. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, um, i seen, I think, some of your pieces, you've gotten them signed, right? Like, by some of the... Like the people that are actors or whatever. Is there anybody yeah, actually, in specific? That, um, Go ahead. That Hellraiser piece um, we took up to uh, Monster Palooza uh, uh -huh. earlier or earlier last month, and we got the, we got the actor to sign that all on the neck. Oh, that's and, dope. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I think that's the reason why I managed to actually get it get it sold. Yeah. At the 
Well, because as soon as I put it on the table with his autograph on it, uh, they're like, uh, we'll take that. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the value goes up. What about, like, is there any that you wish you would have kept? Or is there any that you wish, um, I don't know, you have, you want to have, like, signed and maybe give it to that actor? Or would you ever do something like that where you actually gift it to somebody? Yeah, actually, I have. Um, here, I can pull one of these out of the Swiss play here and show you. I gifted Elvira a piece that I did of her. So I have this Elvira on the at the stake. Yeah. And this is one that I gifted to her, and then this is one that uh, on mine it has the leg signed on it. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, this is one that I'm. Uh, I'm. Someone had a. Um, one of the fingers had come off of this when they mailed it back to me. So I'm just going to fix it for him and they mail it back to him. Okay. But yeah, this is one of the pieces I do uh, of her like burning at the stake. And then I have another one of where she's laying down sideways on the spiderweb base. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. These are pretty popular too. Uh, I sell, I at least sell one or two of my every show I do. That's pretty cool. And um, how did you get into like, uh, like horror? Cause obviously you said you started like, you know, drawing and painting like stuff like that um like frankenstein like what got you into it or what do you remember like what was the first movie that you watched uh well when i, I kind of grew up on horror movies as a kid um my uncle used to uh, watch me a lot when i was younger and uh we used to do all kinds of like um midnight marathons with uh, different movies at that time uh elvira was still doing her like uh, midnight marathons where she was the host of like you know yeah. attack the killer tomatoes for example was like yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite ones that she hosts you know because that movie's like such a b-rate horror movie it's yeah. actually filmed here in san diego too not oh, a lot of people know that that's right that's right yeah yeah i think they filmed it in ocean beach i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure they filmed it in ocean beach and the budget on that was like under 500 bucks you know because it was just a bunch of tomatoes floating in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> I remember they had like a cartoon series too that they ended up doing or something. Yes. And the cartoon series for, for me, because I was a kid when that one came out, that's what I remember more so than the actual movie Yeah, was the yeah. cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think one of my, um, my coworkers said he was like, he came out in the background or something. Cause they were like, you, you were, they were filming here in San Diego. So I was like, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like uh, from when I was younger, I was like, I always wanted to go to San Diego or, you know, come here and visit or whatever, because I grew up in Texas. So um, okay. I've only been out here for, I want to say, like, maybe um, 20 years now. Okay. I think I've been out for yeah, almost 20 years now. But uh, yeah, I originally, I just got out of there as fast as I could, you know, before <laughs> <laughs> you were born. Were you selling like your art over there or you started here in San Diego? Um, I, I kind of started doing that stuff here, actually. Um, okay. My collection, uh, the, most of the stuff you see in the background, I've been doing that since I was like younger. Mm -hmm. Like um, I want to say like some of the stuff I have in the background is my actual toys from when I was a kid. The Todd McFarlane stuff uh, specifically. I kept as much of those as I possibly could keep my hands on. But, you know, in the process of moving here and there, you end up losing stuff like that. But now that NECA's around, it's like, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a ton of NECA figures too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What's like your, uh, your favorite like item that you own? Like that's like, not, maybe not something that you created, but something that you own. In my collection, one of my yeah. favorite things is going to be this, um, 
original drawing of Uncle Fester from the New York Strip Times, from the actual art, uh, uh, artist that did that back in the, I believe it was like the 50s. Oh, wow. So everything that started the Adams Family was a black and white uh, New York Times strip. Mm-hmm. And uh, the actual artist's name was Gomez Adams, and he based the entire comic book or entire, you know, his basically everything off of his family story. Oh, that's so cool. he I know that. married to a lady named Morticia. He had kids named Wednesday and Pugsley, and their house was very spooky, you know, kind oh. of spooky-ish like. <laughs> so um, actually, he had a lot of hands-on work to do with the black and white TV series that uh, we we all grew up watching. And know most of it. Um, he wanted that to be as realistic as humanly possible. So he was, he had a lot of hands on with the stuff on the set and everything with like the moose with the, with the twisted horns and everything. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What do you think about the, the new show that's coming out? I think it's an, I want to say it's an animated series. I can't remember. Actually, yeah. Maybe with, uh, well, that I haven't really seen any spoilers on. I've been kind of just kind of, waiting for that to come out. I just found out that I guess it's coming to Netflix. Yeah. And I know that Tim Burton's doing, um, but those two movies they put out weren't terrible. I mean, you know, they were, they were good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Cause uh, that girl that's playing Wednesday, um, she's, she's a like, up and coming. I think she's doing really good on like in the horror genre. I don't know if you've seen yeah, her. Yeah. She came out in scream and, uh, the babysitter. She's been in a couple horror movies now, but, uh, okay. Like, oh. Yeah. So that's be, cool. It should be cool. Um, and what about like as far as like I kind of like asking this question just because since we're like horror fans, but if you could create like your own like new monster, uh, horror monster, what would what would it, what would you create, or what what kind of powers would it have? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't know. I'm a I'm a big sci-fi fan um, <laughs> when it comes to a lot of those like movies like that. Um, I think I, what we don't have is a mix of like a like a an alien uh, zombie, you know. Like, yeah. why couldn't we get like some kind of like a xenomorph zombie going? You know, I think that would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Now that I think about that, I want to try and come up with some kind of like zombie wall plaque we can do, like a xenomorph zombie wall plaque. That would be pretty cool. That would be <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like, have you ever thought about coming up with your own like? You know how there's certain artists that have their own, like, I don't know, like, not logo, but their own little creature, whatever, that's, that's kind of them, that kind of represents them in, like, art, in an art form? Like, have you ever thought about doing something like that for, for you? Um, I do uh, have, um, I'm, I'm hoping to get some uh, rich, like, custom stuff done soon. Uh, I'm one of the artists I work with uh, that does a lot of my sculpting. He's going to be doing some little heads for me pretty soon. I got to talk to him about doing some. Uh, I want to try and go for, um, because my name is Fester, I think we're going to end up doing like, uh, maybe the Adams family and like yeah. from the black and white TV series okay. and like the little monster heads, like I do for the, the universal monster ones like these. Uh-huh. So it'd be about like that big, but it would be like maybe the Adams family ones. I'm hoping yeah. to maybe have some of those coming soon. That's pretty cool. Um, and what's like, what What would you say? Like, obviously you said the Adam family is like one of your like favorites, but like, what's your favorite, like top five, like horror films? So, um, as far as like 80 slashers goes, it's going to definitely be, uh, Freddy Cougar for myself. That doesn't really get much better than Robert England, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
as far as like the the eighty or like the these like newer ones that have been coming out, mm-hmm. um, uh, I I really have to admit the guy that did uh, um, us that was really good. Yeah. I really didn't. Um, I really loved the concept of that movie. Um, and I, I guess um, the same person they did uh, Get Out and yeah. also did uh, Nope. Yeah. And I just found out Nope is, is already out. So some of my friends have seen that one. I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it, but I'm still yeah. I'm still on the fence of how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I was that way when I saw Get Out. Um, <laughs> I, I at first I thought it was just a racist movie. <laughs> you know, and then, then I, I, because I didn't, I didn't understand where the psychological part of it was coming from. Yeah. And so, like the first fifteen minutes of it, I almost turned it off and was like, "What is this person trying to make me watch?" <laughs> uh, but then I kind of saw where he was coming from in it, and I was like, "Dude, this is really deep." And I, I, I admit, oh, Get Out was was pretty good too. Yeah. Now the trailers that I've seen from Nope, I don't know how that one's going to turn out. Um, I know the concept is supposed to be like aliens, but you know, I mean, a movie like that could go pretty wrong. We all remember that uh, that one was Signs, I think it yeah. was. Remember? Actually, it actually like, made me want to go watch that. Was, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it kind of feels like it's already been done. Like, they did yeah. Signs, and what is this nope about? Like, the same thing? Yeah, no, really sure. yeah, he did a different take on it. That's where I'm like, kind of like, I, I won't spoil it until you watch it, but let me know once you do, because... For me, it's like uh, the cinematography was was great. Like the everything, like the horror, com- it was more comedy, I think, and thriller. Oh, but okay. just the alien part for me, I was like, it was kind of like a letdown for me. But that's, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that from a couple of people now. So maybe he should have done better graphics on that alien. <laughs> yeah, just like he did, a, he did a different take on on the UFOs. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we did Midsummer Scream last week uh-huh. uh, weekend, and then uh, the next show I'll be doing is going to be uh, Salem's Market. It'll be um, you can find them through Instagram. They're under Salem's Market. Um, Where's that going to be at? I think gonna it's going to be at the. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, where's that going to be at? Where is that located? At? That's going to be um, in the Ontario Convention Center. Okay. Yeah, it's not uh, – we. I don't really ever get lucky enough to have any of those ones go around here. And, I mean, of course, the we met at uh, Horgasm, um, like, what, three three years ago or so? Yeah, yeah, like three years ago. Um, that's, like, the only one that, that San Diego that has that. And um, I really haven't been available to do that one. Most of the time, they're, when they're doing that one, I'm doing another one already. Uh, but yeah. this year, uh, the only other ones we have on the market is going to be Salem's, or on the books, I should say, mm-hmm. is going to be Salem's Market for in-person shows, and then we're doing um, we're doing a Terror Market as well. Terror Market is going to be up in LA, okay. so that one be a little bit closer. Yeah, um, I'll have dates on all that posted on my Instagram here pretty soon, though. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I know. I was talking about that with like um, I think one of the artists I had on on this podcast, and how we don't really don't have those um, markets or you know like shows kind of like midsummer scream or son of monster yeah. music here in san diego and i was like man we need to do something about it maybe like we should all collaborate or something i don't know it would be kind of cool to see it yeah. here in san diego you know like have, instead of having to drive two hours up north we can have it here because I, I have a, we have like a like a horror following here in san diego it's just not as prevalent i guess or we just yes. like organized it you know but that would be cool i would love to see that here yeah so. Yeah, the only other one that I do here in San Diego is um, the Metal Swap Meet, 
we did that last year. Okay. Um, it, it's not, I mean, it kind of is like a horror thing because, I mean, I'm a horror actor and I'm there with like a handful of other people that I know have like uh, horror themed stuff. Yeah. But it's mostly like um, it's it's mostly just like a metal swap meet. It's uh, it's a metal flea market, you know, so it's it's mostly all geared towards like metal, a lot of leather work, stuff like that they do there. Um, but, yeah, it would be awesome if we had, you know, like a, a really good one here. I know the guy I know the people that do um, orgasm, they, you know, they put on the best they, they can. It's just unfortunately, I don't know a lot of other artist uh in san diego most of the time when i do these shows yeah. up in la or long beach area uh -huh. they're all from that area they're like oh yeah our house is like you know five minutes away from the venue and i'm like <laughs> lucky <laughs> you know like we have to get a hotel and you know we travel like at least two hours sometimes three yeah um way to get to and from the shows and then you know unloading the car the car it's um it's a job in and of itself and my wife and I this isn't our only job you know well it, she's just nice enough to drive me around but this isn't my only job I'm also working at Hodad's down there at uh, 10th and Broadway too so yeah 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 no I, I think so hopefully maybe we'll we'll have something down here soon uh, that would be kind of cool because I do know like there is like a niche but like you said there's not a lot of like yeah. horror artists or creators but I know that there are and maybe we can get like a few and you know that'd be kind of cool to have like some annual thing you know kind of like horrorgasm did um, yeah i don't know if they're doing something this year but i know they had some like a couple years before covid and everything yeah yeah they did something last year too um we were doing um what we were doing the midsummer stream had one in july last year and mm -hmm. so we we didn't end up doing anything with them we ended up doing that one Okay. And then um, this year, they haven't sent me any emails or I haven't gotten any notifications about anything going on for October. Yeah. So, but yeah, if, uh, if they get back to me, I'm willing to always jump back in on there if I'm not uh, doing a show. I mean, especially because it's local, you know, and we can yeah. uh, get on with local shows whenever we can. Yeah. It's nicer just to travel up and travel five minutes with everything as opposed to driving like an hour or so. <laughs> yeah i agree yeah who knows maybe, maybe we'll see like i've been wanting to throw something for like october like some sort of event that would be kind of cool and just have vendors there you know yeah yeah um this year we're doing um port of arthur again uh around october so we'll be down there for like days of the dead again we went down there last year for it and it was really nice we'll be going down there again this year for it yeah that's cool. Are you guys going to go to the Sun of Monster Palooza or no? That one's like, in, I think in Pasadena. I think it's. Yes. Um, I was just looking at it. Um, they have uh, some of the actors that were in, um, um, what was that show called? Uh, I can't remember the top off the top of my head. It starts with the Tor Tory Pop. I can't remember. I might end up going to it because uh, some of the actors that will be there, I want to get autographs from for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I mean, for for that one, we've been I've been on trying to get a hold of someone to get in there as a vendor, uh -huh. but I haven't had any luck um, getting a hold of anybody that does that one as like a, a vendor. So okay. if someone sees this and you know someone that, that was on the email list or whatever, hit me up. Let me know. I've been trying to get a hold of somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you. Hopefully, you'll get on because I know I've seen a lot of. Um, they always are trying to support like local people or just you know uh, independent artists. 
Yeah, and a lot of what they do, or like what I do, is kind of like that same style. You know, like what we used to go there for was um, so I could buy blanks and hook up with other artists that had that were doing sculpting and painting. You know, so I could uh, get stuff from them too. And um, this year when we went, it's um, it's been a bit different ever since the virus kind of came around. Yeah. There's a lot of coffee cups, a lot of t-shirts, a lot of stickers. Um, and it kind of seems like the people that are doing like the, um, the more like sculpted, painted figure art kind of stuff like that, they're, they're not really doing those shows anymore. I'm like, when we do them, I'm kind of like, I find I'm the only person there that's selling that kind of stuff. Maybe like me and one other, two other people that are selling that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, but it's cool because at the same time, you don't have co that much competition. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's it's like a 50-50 mix when it comes to yeah. that, to be honest, you know, because sometimes people don't know that I'll be there or like what my stuff is. Yeah. And I hear people like, oh, man, I shouldn't have bought this coffee mug. I wish I would have gotten this refrigerator mug instead. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I mean. Yeah. Uh, most of the time we do these shows, we're doing them with like vendors we've done them with in the past and stuff like that. So I know everybody. It's kind of like a small kind of tight knit little community, even though we're one of the only people that from San Diego doing these shows up there, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and as far as like your you what you're doing and everything, like what has been your like biggest accomplishment like that you for yourself? Uh, the biggest accomplishments. Um, so. Well, getting getting uh, to meet some of the people that I admire and um, trading artwork with them, you know, um, who was it? Uh, we did a show with um, Corey Taylor from Slipknot was at this thing called uh, Days of the Dead. Okay. And it was Corey and Alice Cooper. And uh, I got I got Corey to come over and check out my table and getting to like um, basically gift him with some of my art for like a... a assigned signature you know picture or whatever he was like are you sure just for my signature i was like it's totally cool man i was just like i was like last time i met you i didn't have a chance to like actually talk with you or anything and i was like this is really cool you know i get like an signed picture from you i was like yeah totally you know take some of my art please <laughs> uh stuff like that you know those are like the the little moments that you know make everything kind of worth it plus you know sometimes you never know like who's going to come by your booth and check everything out and uh you know maybe someday offer you a job away from That's your true. your day job kind of thing yeah. which is ultimately kind of like what i'm hoping to have happen uh I, i've been in the cooking industry since i was like 15 years old and i'm 38 now and i mean originally when i started doing it it was like it was a passion for me but now i'd, I'd rather uh, i'd rather paint stuff for a living to be honest you know yeah and right now you say you don't have any stuff on your etsy right like if they want to buy art or something like that, just dm you uh that? yeah just dm me uh through instagram if there's something on my page that uh you're interested in and we can go from there i mean pretty much everything you see on my instagram is all for sale um that creature from the black lagoon that you're checking out right now that was a raffle item we did for oh. uh midsummer screening that's and that's the person that actually won the raffle that's a cool piece. Yeah, that was like a life-size wall mount uh, we did for that. Um, and then that one's still available. That zombie bus there goes for uh, 400 bucks. Okay, cool. Plus shipping if someone's interested in purchasing it. And big things like that tend to like bring people to your, to the table, you know, and then they yeah. buy the little items. I mean, like the Necronomicon, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. So I have uh, I have one of those left, and that is hanging up at the uh, right there next to Hood Ads off 10th and Broadway. It's going for right. 110 right now. Yeah, they're nice enough to let me put some of my art there. So I've just got some of my art hanging up in the wall in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Robert or the pretty good year oh, yeah. last picture. Um, yeah. I recently have gotten that signed by Robert England. So oh, nice. that has his signature on the base of the neck right there, too. Oh, is he and he still have that one? Uh, that's a that's a not a piece for sale, which is I'm more put on the table to show people my artwork, you know. Okay, that's a cool one. How how big was that one? That one's kind of like that was the life size. That's a life size uh, sculpt uh, okay. or pool of Robert England's head. Um, oh wow! If you can find other closer pictures of it, but uh, yeah, that guy's still for sale. We have the uh, yeah. Frankenstein uh, statue. <laughs> Are they like little bobbleheads or, or no? That one is like a not a bobblehead. That one's like a big head kind of little body or thing. Uh, okay. Same same thing with like um, Rick is the artist that sculpts those. The same dude I get those uh, Universal monsters from that I do on the wall. It's um, creature from the Black Lagoon. There you see the on the popsicle oh, stick. Yeah. That's the same artist that sculpts those. And you still have some of those Frankenstein's, or you you already sold them out? Uh, that Frankenstein is still available. That one goes for, uh, believe I had it marked at like uh, three hundred for that guy. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a full like um some of the casts I do are hollow. That one is not a hollow piece. That is a full like uh, casted statue piece. So it's a it's a uh, piece, and it's mounted to a piece of wood. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool with that piece. I think I have like some of the pins that you that you had um, that you would sell. I think I've it's like, done, like yeah. those smaller ones. I think I have Frankenstein, and I think I might have got the Wolfman, or um, or it might have been Dracula. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, one of these guys, but these are like on a portrait. It was yeah, it was one of these I think, but it wasn't a magnet. It was the pins I think. Yeah. Yeah, that particular show you're looking at there, that was uh, July of last year for Midsummer Scream. Oh, this one? Or, I think they, yeah, I think they were calling it uh, Summer Scream or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, uh, the little frame that you bought for me, yeah. um, the, the Jason head, uh -huh. I have those in refrigerator magnets now, and I'm going to be doing a set of pins of those pretty soon. Oh, nice. Yeah, if you do any other Jason, like I love like the... Part seven, Jason, the one with it, where he had the chain. That's like my my favorite one. Okay, yeah, I'm taking requests on those as long as it's not um, a terribly altered mask. I could probably pull yeah. it off. Those are from like a little mold that I found um, that I'm just doing those masks out of. Okay. So I can take a like a Dremel to it, mess it up a little bit, okay. like I did with the uh, Freddy versus Jason one. Okay, so like these two, huh? Yeah, so I have those cool. two, and then I have um, which, the the white hockey mask where it has the top part is covered up, and it just has the two little blue parts right here. Oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so you do, so do you also do like custom like orders, or is that kind of right yeah, now? yeah? I do custom orders too. Um, right now, I have like like three different custom orders. I'm going to be trying to get done in the next couple of months. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, if 
Tapazin kit of something they want painted. I can always do that. Okay. Uh, that's like a really old Wolfman paint job too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do resin um, painting for the most part. Is like all everything that you see on my uh, website is all made from resin, okay. and all that can be painted up. Uh, if someone has a blank kit they want painted, they can. I can always do that. Um, okay. Like these guys here. These are just like little refrigerator magnets. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, like uh, these are ones that, uh, that I got from the artist. Like these are like extra little blanks. I'll have those coming soon too. Uh, anything people have that's like a, a blank kit or a latex mask they want touched up, I I can do all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. Yeah, I might hit you up then because I I do want like something either like another because I have a Jason like a little one that I got. Um, I think I might have got it at the Midsummer Scream, either there or, or, or Son of Monster Palooza, but it was pretty cool. But could I want like another one? Because I'm like, those are pretty cool. Like yeah, the, yeah. the resin ones are pretty cool. Um, yeah, I have um, uh, floating around. I have no idea where it is, but I have a uh, um, um, a resin kit that I purchased off of uh, eBay of uh, Jason. I think it's from like um, like maybe Park like part six or part seven mm -hmm. one of those older ones where he's like you know floating around in the lake from camp crystal lake oh bottom. okay that's pretty cool How yeah he's got the, the, the hardcore decay where the mask yeah. is like kind of eaten to his head you know that's like my favorite one yeah i think it's part seven yeah <laughs> yeah so um the the same artist that you were checking out that the zombie bust from uh -huh. um he he does uh all all of the jason masks in latex and I might be able to get a hold of them in resin. Um, it, if something like that's like, you'd be interested in just hit me up and let me know. I can always ask him how much he would charge me for a blank, let you know how much that would be. Okay. Uh, something like that. I would just, I charge people down deposit for the blank cost of the kit itself. Mm -hmm. And then I go for my paint for, I'll charge you for my, um, my paint job basically. And I, I think the most I've ever charged somebody for a paint job was like $300. Okay. But uh, that was like something that was like, uh, they wanted completely repainted like two times. Okay. Like he wasn't happy with the way that it came out the first time. And I was like, well, I, I'm going to have to charge you, you know, if you want to do this the second time, because there's really nothing wrong with it the first one. But yeah, I, I don't typically ever charge more than like maybe 200 to 250 uh, a paint job because it's like maybe twenty dollars an hour, and typically okay. even on like a, a life size bus like those big ones like that, like uh -huh. the zombie for example, it only takes about five to six hours to get that thing like you know looking life like like life, you know yeah. once you have all the colors picked out and everything. The hardest part for me is picking out your color palette of like where you're going to put it and kind of like mapping it out in your head before you start putting colors on there, you know, like what yeah. comes next. Yeah, that's pretty good. You must, you must have a lot of patience and because you have to like, you know, take your time with it and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't think I could do it, but. <laughs> yeah. And, and with Jason, for example, I mean, that paint jobs, those color schemes have already been picked for you, you know, yeah. so I would just be mimicking something that's already done. I could have that done in like easily like five or six hours you know and i would love to do something like that too because most of the time it gives me an opportunity to get my hands on something that i haven't painted yet yeah and you know paint it up yeah and how long does it take for like something like if it's like a large bust or anything like that like to like dry up does it take a few hours or 
Oh, no. Typically, uh, I, I use... Um, here, I'll show you. I have a... I have a so I use uh, ready to ready to use airbrush colors. This okay. is uh, Tim Gore's Bloodline set. Uh, is what's here in this one. Probably can't read it, but that's what that says. Um, that's acrylic paints. Um, when you run them out of your airbrush gun, which I use the uh, like this is one of my guns that I use right here. This is a Iowata Eclipse. Okay. Um, so typically, whenever I run the paint under the gun, it it dries within seconds of it coming from the gun. Oh. Or if it ever, you know, uh, for resin pieces specifically, which is ninety percent of what I paint, if something isn't dry, I need to you know go over with real fast. I can just uh, run a hair dryer over it a couple of times uh -huh. and uh, dry it up fast, and then seal it in, and then you know uh, dry brush it or do the next step, whatever needs to be done from there. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I don't use like uh, oil-based paints. Um, oil-based paints take a long time to dry. I use just uh, acrylic paints, and acrylics are pretty much just water-based paints, mm -hmm. and they're not as toxic either. You know, um, yeah. You can't really probably tell from the from how small the screen is or whatever. But this room I'm in isn't very big, and it's uh, very cluttered with a lot of my collectibles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my uh, my workspace slash display room. That's pretty cool, yeah. Um, and well, man, thank you for like being on here today. I, like before we get out of here, I usually like to ask this question as a, as the last one. So, like for you, like what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind, either creatively, like with your art, or on a personal level? What would you say that is for you? Um, for me, it's it's probably going to be my art for sure. Um, uh, well, for as many like I think we've been doing in person art shows for like four years now. So, I mean, I hopefully can keep doing this for a couple more years, you know, and pump out some more art for everybody to collect. I think it's really cool to have something like that. So, you know, that, you know, it's going to make the test of time past like what your lifetime will be, even though, you know. Exactly. Like be It's really cool to think that someday someone will be able to find one of my pieces in like a thrift store somewhere that they'll only pay a buck for. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully more, but... <laughs> Um, and well, thank you so much for, you know, for taking time out of your day to like, uh, conversate with me and, um, show a little bit about what you do and your art, like, uh, keep, keep doing it. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome what you're doing. Um, hopefully, like I said, we'll have, maybe I'll, I'll throw a show or something and we can have you be a vendor. Cause that'd be kind of cool to like, I would want to showcase everybody. Cause everybody that I have on the podcast, like, I really love what you guys do and really nice. respect, you know, what you guys are doing. So thank you again for your time. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, have a good uh, rest of your weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go watch the Buzz Lightyear movie. All right. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> nice. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Nightmare on Cedric Avenue. This was um, Fester, who we had on this episode, and hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Thank you.